Hey everyone, welcome back to another special episode of the AT&WB podcast, the AT&WB Network episode, because we are talking about Roswell and Roswell, New Mexico once more. This is the second half of a deep dive discussion about how these beautiful parallels in mythology between the original Roswell that was on the WB Network and the United Paramount Network and also Roswell, New Mexico, which is on the CW network. And we have our WB network, UPN network, and CW network expert on right now. And that's Holly Levesque. Hi, Holly. Hi, hi. Um, I don't know if I'm the expert, but I've seen most of these things yeah. by far. Lots of times. I think, is that weird? Like, some people just are like, I'm going to watch something once. How do you watch something just once if you enjoy it? No, I mean, I, like, growing up watching the WB Network, the shows that were on it when I was a teenager, and those people on those shows were 20-something-year-olds playing teenagers, <laughs> I identified with, you know? So, like, watching Buffy the Vampire Slayer... And then watching, like, Angel, like, the more adult Angel, almost, as I'm growing older. It was just, like, a very interesting dynamic. And the other shows on the network that were there at the same time, I think all of them just built this really great, um, like, unique, like, WB Network drama brand. And also, that's still going on to this day. And I feel like things like The O.C., even though it was on Fox, it's a WB-owned show, it's on hbo max now. yeah no one knows that do yeah. you know that whoever is listening to this like it's on hbo max if yeah. you're wondering that's where it is like you you you're trying to reboot gilmore or gossip girl right now you're trying to reboot gossip girl <laughs> right now on hbo max but you don't have the original gossip girl and you can't film anything right now like at least promote the fact that you have the oc I don't understand why they don't have a young adult drama like branding within HBO Max. They have some of the shows. They need to grab Riverdale back from Netflix. That's something they need to do. I mean, that's concat. That's con. Like that's what's going to be happening. Yeah, eventually. From now on. Yeah. No other CW shows will be airing on Netflix from this point on. Oh, definitely. Yeah. There are new shows. The old ones are grandfathered in, but we go over this in the last yeah. episode. I'm so just I hoping those ones that were <laughs> grandfathered into the Netflix deal hopefully make it to HBO Max one day, and they will. They definitely hopefully, will. Hopefully, but like, you know, we'll see what ends up happening. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not too, I don't know. Yeah. Netflix we'll buys AT&T. With what money? With what pretend money? What pretend credit card does Netflix going to put this on? <laughs> yeah. Like the same one they're putting Chandra and Rhymes and, and Ryan Murphy's hundreds of million dollars de- of deals? Like, yeah. I just don't understand. Yeah. The the contract for, like, that Michael Bay movie, that uh, that was not a good movie. It's one of the worst, worst movies I've ever anyway, seen. This isn't the Netflix podcast. This is the Warner Brothers <laughs> Yeah, podcast. because Warner Brothers actually has actual money. And their own yes. content. Well, it has AT&T money. And that's a lot of money. And they're doing really well with the branding. I think the DC Fandom event was like... It's something I feel like that happened during the AT&T reign now. So excited. And it's going to be really great. So excited about Adam Brody being there. Because... Yes. Uh, we're going to be doing an OC episode in the future. And so we'll get more into like how that means something personally to me. But he kicked ass in the last 15 minutes of Shazam... 
And the way he was billed really leads to the fact I think he's going to be a key player in of Black Adam. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I guess Black Adam's really going to be shown off oh, yeah. at, at the fandom event. I'm pretty confident because they released the amount of the people who are going to be there. Also, Val Kilmer said it's going to be there. And then a, a Pretty Little Liars, again, a Warner Brothers show, again, fits into the genre that we're talking about on this episode yes. tonight, this morning, whatever you're listening to this. Um, she's from Pretty Little Liars. Trohan, Diosario. So that's very exciting. Get that it, girl. She's going to be in something. I don't know if it's... I don't know if it's Who the, knows? It could be anything. I'm excited. It could be a DC animated project. It could be a live action thing. Maybe it's Black Adam. There... Like, if you've watched Pretty Liars, I hope you have, uh, and we're going to do an episode about it, um, so stay tuned for that, but she, there's nothing that woman cannot do. Absolutely. Except, and I'm so sorry to even bring this up right now, but she cannot do a British accent. It's very true. Oh, well, she can. She just does Eliza Doolittle really, really well, and that's not what I'm watching. I'm yeah. not watching My Fair Lady. Yeah, it's it's very, uh, it's, yeah. It's, it was really unfortunate. Yeah. And I blame, honestly, I blame Famous in Love for distracting Marlene and us having to deal with that. It yeah. is truly... It's kind of like Lin-Manuel Miranda in Mary Poppins 2. I mean, he's allowed to have a... Co- I, it makes no sense for someone who's not in Mary Poppins to be having a Cockney accent. Everyone in Mary Poppins should have a Cockney accent. That's the it's only mix- place I'm, I'm allowing people to have bad Cockney accents are in the Mary Poppins universe, and that is completely okay with me, because, like, Dick Van Dyke started that, and no one can, can question that. Absolutely. No one can question that. Absolutely. My, yeah. But again, guys, we're going to talk about Roswell today. We're going to talk about Roswell. Roswell, the WB network, like, that adult drama brand. Like, I'm saying, I'm coming from, like, Buffy. But that's a Fox-owned show, Disney-owned thing, prop- property now. So hope that gets rebooted for Disney Plus. Roswell. <laughs> yeah, Roswell. Because uh, since we're talking about basically two different shows, I'm trying to figure out how the way these two different shows really uh, live in the same world, and they truly, truly do, in a different way as well. Because if you've watched the original Roswell, then obviously one of your favorite episodes is The End of the World. Um, because duh, why have just one Max when you could have two? And one is just wearing for some reason like no shirt and like a leather like vest, and you're just like okay, okay, <laughs> yeah. okay, future Max, Max, uh, with your very long hair and like your leather vest. That's how I can tell you apart from sixteen year old Max, I guess. Is it future Max or is it like super past Max? No, 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 no. This is the thing. The cold open is chaos it's in the future and liz and him are it's the end of the world the world's about ready to explode everyone else is dead and she they're like you have to go back in time you have to stop you have to stop this all from happening and basically them falling in love and then like obviously they're already in love but like them cementing their love uh is what then kind of makes the world end and accent it's not something they obviously want to happen but the idea of mates is something that they really deal with on the original Roswell, I guess. So, like, Max and Tess were mated and supposed to be coming here on this planet together, as were Michael and Isabel. And obviously, Michael and Isabel have no interest in doing that. And I really don't think the past versions of their alien selves had any interest in that. So, Tess is for Max, like, genetically his bride or whatever you want, but he's with Liz. So future Max had to make 
one, him start liking Tess. So he was trying to like, they're like making him like Tess wear low cut things because she's like, whatever, I'm down for this because Max is ignoring me. And that's what I've been taught genetically because as well, like Tess was raised by Nisato. So she was raised by a completely other person who raised her to be this woman that was supposed to be the queen of this planet. Um, and so future Max has to make Max fall in love with her and make her, make Liz and him stop being in love because then they'll get secretly married in Las Vegas and then Tess will leave town. And then for some reason, that's why the world ends. Tess leaving is what makes the world end. So my question is, where the fuck's Tess? <laughs> like, where, where, where is Tess? Does Tess matter? And apparently Tess is in this universe. They mention her, like, numerous times. Twice, twice. They mention her twice. In just, like, a line. Basically saying that in the high school flashback episode in season one, there's flashbacks throughout the entire series, but that's the exclusive episode where we're all in their high school year. Um, and they mentioned that she has a hot for Max, but that's always something. And then the second season, it's at Noah's funeral, RIP Noah, crazy men taking over women and killing them. You deserve to be dead. Not so sorry about that, actually. Um, he And so Max and Isabel's mom mention, oh, this was brought by Tess, but you have to return her ch her China. So I'm like, oh my God, so she's still in town. So that's why the world hasn't ended. Yeah. If Tess matters. Like, do you think Tess matters? I think Tess matters and they're like, I think they are planting these things. Definitely. And they're going to have Tess like in like the third season or something. Fourth season. Yeah. Because I think he's going to need another love interest. Yeah. So I just don't know, like, then is she, you know, spoiler alert, like she is in the first series. Like, not that good. Like, someone who's manipulating them because, she, like, the person she was raised by, like, her Nisato, um, raised her after making a deal with the bad aliens, with Kavar, so that she would bring Max's child. So maybe, uh, like, Max negative, like the Max with a mm -hmm. beard, maybe he did all that with, like, a Tess. Mm. But, like, why would they bring her then? I don't know. I don't know anything. So I'm just, like, curious about that in general. Yeah. Or it's just, like, here, there, yeah, there was a test. Yep, that's, bye. Totally. But I also want to mention that in the episode, another great episode of the original series, when they all go to Vegas for an explicable reason, because obviously what that's what you, you and your friends do when you're 17. Yeah. That's what you and your friends. <laughs> well, they all have, like, obviously awful titled, like, just, like, drink names, like Margarita Salt. I remember that. Tom Collins, of course, Alex, R.I.P., baby, is going to have um, named after his to, ode to his father. It's a joke about that. Oh, yeah. So, but they're all obviously drink names. So they get caught or whatever. But Max, in this, in like a weird moment, he sees a different universe in a second where he sees him and Liz coming, like he, he sees them in a couple that are, are coming out of a limousine. Oh. So he sees for a moment this possibility that in another timeline, he and Liz, this is how they got married. Wow. That's really cool. Yeah. And I was thinking, too, the... 
first time they mention Tess, it's in a flashback. Mm-hmm. Is that the finale of the first season? No, no, no. That's just the, that's like probably the mid-season finale, I would place it. It's just like the flashback ep- episode. Okay. I, yeah, I was thinking maybe if they thought that that was the last episode Mm-mm. of the series, like if they didn't have any more episodes left. No, no, no. That, but, that, that's when we're starting to like figure out what actually happened that, that yeah. night. Um, but like, what's really interesting is that in that we have them changing time, mm-hmm. them changing this entire timeline, changing everything. And in the second series, they do that too. Yeah. With Max bringing back Rosa. Yeah. And their complications to that. Like, the world is never the same after they do that. Yeah. Absolutely. So, like, there will always be consequences of you fucking with time. But, like, at least in the original Roswell, they seem to avoid the world ending at that time. Yeah. <laughs> you know? For the time being, unless until, like, the next catastrophe happens. Um, definitely. Yeah, I mean, once you mess with time, then, like... You're gonna, you're, that's not good. Never. You're gonna mess with space-time continuum, but you don't know what's gonna happen. It has all different types of complications that could possibly happen. Yeah. And then you mess with it again because you bring back Max. Yeah. And if it's written by, like, a white man, then it's <laughs> like, you fall in love with your mom in high school. <laughs> Oedipus. but a ching Yeah. I mean, really, there's the Oedipus complex, but there's, there is also a one for women as well. I forget what it's called, though. I don't know. It's probably something involving Freud or something. Yeah. Yeah. I have no idea. Um, I also... Okay. I really don't think Max is the savior they're all talking about. The more and more I think about this, are we in a universe that we... L- in the original Roswell, we know that among the alien community, there are people who fundamentally love Max as a leader, but then also there's a separate sect of people who thought that if Michael, who is the general of this planet, had thought that if he was the leader instead of the general, that he would have not led his people to like tragedy and demise, ultimately. Yeah. So my question is, in this as well, is Michael the savior and Max is not? Maybe, yeah. I, I, and I, like, it could definitely be that. I think they're always showing him with a very, very dark side, Max. Oh, yeah. And it seems that Michael is, like, the, like, he seems like the lead to me. Like, we're talking about Pretty Little Liars before. <laughs> always goes back to that show. Definitely. Um, definitely. But because of Troy and Belisario, and it's because, like, I feel like she was, I think, because of how, just how good of an actress she is, good of an actor she is, that she really, um, the show kind of shifts to her, to being, she's the lead. Absolutely. Yeah. And I don't think she was necessarily the lead at the beginning of the series, but it just, like, naturally became her show. Definitely. And I will even, like, say that somehow, like... Caleb became one of the liars at some point, yeah. but he wasn't just like one of the boyfriends that he was like, oh, you're a liar. And they even had him in so many scenes with them. And that also is a testament to Tyler Blackburn, who is our Alex in this, you know, that he's just so good 
that they had no choice but to give him his own series that then failed and they brought him back and then made him a liar. They were like, okay, whatever. You're just going to be a pre liar. You're, you're good with that, right? That's Great. right. Yeah. Great. Um, but again, like, just like, is Michael, I think Michael is Jesus. He's a carpenter on this. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. There's certain things. He definitely is. And I mean, it, like you said that Noah points to yeah. uh, Max and says, well, he says, I am the human and you are the snake. He said, man, serpent. He points at himself and he says, you are, and then he's a serpent, and he points at Max, yeah. which is if uh, any like good Catholic girl can tell you that that means definite connotations about yeah Adam and Eve, like Adam and Eve, and eating this apple and all of these things. So again, like, are we still missing this Eve? Are we still missing this Tess? And who is this woman? I was really hoping she would secretly be Freya from the originals, but it's not. So I don't think so. Yeah. So I mean, Max is the devil. Def- I think Max is definitely the devil. Is he has some really huge anger issues that really need to be addressed. And I really hope that... I don't know. I hope that... I hope that Liz can work on some type of like bipolar alien medication that he clearly needs. But I really appreciate it being put onto him instead of this Isabel thing that they did which was making her really dark and crazy in the first series and I thought they were going with that in the second one but no they were just she was just being you know mind raped and made to murder women by her abusive husband you know yeah which I will say as well what is really interesting is both Noah and Jesse we haven't talked about really Jesse yet uh he's added to the third season of the original Roswell series so once it gets put on UPN and he is well like the perfect husband in all like and he really truly is and like once he finds out that Isabella is an alien he's like pretty okay with it but they're both lawyers so they're both have this idea and even Noah before we know he's you know a murderer mind rapist other alien who crashed who is like the Nisado I would say if any of them are Mm -hmm. who kind of failed in his job definitely I would say who, like, was who, uh, when the crash happened, rather, well, I get, okay. The crash happened. The crash was a ship of refugees coming from another planet, and so he was on the third class. So Max, Isabel, and... Michael. Michael are in first class, luxury, like, business class, something. cheese handed to them. They have different pods. Which is like a really interesting detail, I think, that oh, like wow. like different so it's like really more of Titanic, really, is what we're yeah. saying. So it's just like a bunk bed versus, you know, a canopy plush, like six pillows situation. In a pod. In a pod. So Pod Titanic. So like he was in the pod chilling since that happened because like obviously being crashed is a horrific thing to happen and then he's in the pod and he's can't serve he's not able to come out because he doesn't have the strength and what gives him the strength what psychically wakes him up you know is casually isabel screaming into the night as like a like a man with a knife tries to take her into the night to only do what i can imagine unspeakable things to 13 year old poor isabel as she is trying to just go camping with Michael and Max and they're all there she was going to go to the bathroom and of course she got taken and luckily they heard her scream as well and they 
came and found her before anything, I hope anything awful happens to her, but that's the first time Max kills someone. Wow. Is. And he should. Hell yeah, brother, who we found out they aren't actually, that's another thing we'll talk about. They aren't actually brother and sister they find out in the second season. Yeah. Uh, we don't know who or what, or if anything, is Max's mom, which could be a different discussion of that as well, because is he the devil? All of those things, but he kills this this guy. But in that, it gives Noah the opportunity to like burrow into Isabel's mind and never kind of lets go. And is always just there. Yeah. And then he eventually marries her, you know, so the perfect love story, guys. <laughs> the perfect love story. Um, and as well, I realized that uh, Kyle is the last human to find out in the original series. And he finds out, rudely enough, uh, like in the same way that Liz finds out that Max is an alien, which is by being shot. Like, that really sucks. So Max has to save his life. Uh, and in the new series, he finds out, like, immediately. Like, what's really funny is that the show uses the device of people just knowing information that others don't constantly. Like, everyone knows about the aliens before the aliens tell them. Yeah. Which I think is the funny thing. They yeah. all, like, and not just Liz, because Liz is going to, like, do, check people's DNA, which is something she did in the first season. Like, not, she checked, like, the cells. Um... So that's what she does. Of course, she's a scientist. But, like, Alex finds out in a different way, and Kyle finds out in a different way. Maria, I think... And Maria finds out in a bad way, too, eventually, when they finally let her know. Um, but what's also cool is that Kyle... They they mess with you, man. They mess... And I have to say, I said I hate Michael Trevino. I don't hate Kyle, his portrayal of Kyle. It's great. It's outstanding. No, it's he's so he's so good at it. He loves it so much, and he just gives it his all. He's just so good. Yeah. He's like, I'm a doctor. He's like, <laughs> I'm a doctor. Darn it. It's great. It's so good. All of it. It's so good, and he brings a levity to the role that, as well, the original, uh, the original Kyle did as well. Kyle is, you know, not just a douchebag. He's nice guy. He's funny. He yeah. makes jokes. I feel like he gives me Christian Slater vibes in the original Roswell. Oh, for sure. Yeah. For sure. The new one, he just gives me like Kyle vibe. Like his just, just like it's Kyle. just this new character. It's great. It's just so great. And so I like when you're watching the first season and you see him get shot at the end of the first season, you're like, oh my God, is he actually going to die to play with the fact that we're in Roswell? But is it the same rules? Will he live? We don't have an alien in this underground bunker right now, conveniently enough to save his life. What's yeah. about to happen? And I'm just playing with your expectations. <laughs> totally. But then he's wearing a vest. He's wearing a bulletproof vest. Yeah, because he doesn't trust a bitch anymore. He's a doctor. God damn it. <laughs> Gosh darn it. <laughs> there, Gosh damn it. There are aliens abound. He can't trust anyone. He thinks he can trust the aliens. That's even more confusing for him, I think. Um, definitely. Uh, and I also think it's like really something that's obviously in the first Roswell, which is what will happen if aliens get a hold of them? You know, it's always the fear. If the, the government gets a hold of the aliens. Yeah. And the government is afraid of what's going to happen. The aliens get a hold of them. It's both their fear, they're afraid of them. And that's definitely something that they as well have in the second series. Um, but that's. 
they basically have like a concentration camp. Can I say that of aliens no, in the first year in the first season? Uh, they find out that like all of the refugees that were on this this ship that crashed in 1947, they actually have been held hostage, unless the ones who escaped. Um, and that's something we really didn't have in the first Roswell, I have to say. Yeah, they're put in these like cages that like they they can't break down. They're like these glass yeah. jail cells. And messing with them in different ways. So it's really sad because they play with something that we know had happened to Nisado at different parts of his life and what happened to Max at one point in the original series. But yeah, but I think that the thing that I really, I really know how much the death of Alex in the original series really rocked the showrunner because she made it the entire reason of the second series is that they really gloss over what is truly a traumatic thing that happens in Roswell, which is unbeknownst to all of Alex's friends is that Tess in an attempt to win over Max wants to mindfuck the shit out of Alex and make him decode this alien manual and none of them can do it. So she makes him do it and he's supposed to go off and study abroad during this time, but really he's in like a dorm room just ordering pizza and decoding this. But once you mind meld a person that much, there's some consequences. And one of the consequences is that she kills him eventually. And she covers it up with a car accident. And there's no real consequences for that. The aliens don't really have consequences with that because it's not something they personally did themselves. It's something tested. So it's like unrelated to them. They don't have to take responsibility for it. Obviously, Isabel, who loves Alex, feels awful about it. But it's not something she personally did. And so what's really great is in the second series of Roswell, they make that trauma and make that awful thing that happened front and center and something that these aliens, guess what they did in order to protect themselves. Yeah, it's really cool. It's really cool that she pulled that and made it that instead and made it that important. Yeah. So Rosa is does not drunkenly kill her two friends. Isabel is being mindfucked by Noah to do different things and Noah falls in love with Rosa. And so he wants to defend Rosa as much as she, like, it's awkward because it's like a man being inside of a woman. So it's as much as he wants, even though it is Isabel. Yeah. So Um, he's pretending to be Isabel. Like he's in her body and he's hitting on Rosa. Constantly. Yeah. But you know, it's him because he's wearing, she's wearing all black. It's like, oh. Yeah, do they do that later on when he's um, in uh, when he's possessing um, the other person? Like later on when she steals the 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 vial. Um, I think he always usually wears black. So it's probably a thing that just is keeping up. It's definitely a character choice. Yeah. So if like you're gonna be mind melding people, which is, you know, something that like in the Julie Pleck universe. They take, like, the originals take control over people all the time. You yeah. know, they just, like, casually enter their bodies and, like, hey. Yeah. 
just go about doing whatever they need to do for as long as they need to do. Um, <clears throat> so it's definitely a way of her putting that into this world as well. But I think that as well, I really appreciate them dealing with the fact that, you know, although obviously what happened to Isabel was awful, like them killing two girls, she killing two girls, three girls is not excusable at all. And then them like propping up Rosa to be driving at the only non-white woman in that group and saying that she murdered these girls when she didn't do anything, when Isabel did all of this, then leads to grave consequences in all of their lives and they never recover from it. And I think that's a much more realistic thing that would happen if one of your friends died. Yeah. And you had something to do with it. Yeah. They'll kind of like go back to normal after Alex dies and like fuck that shit. Yeah, no. no <laughs> they make it personal about like Liz's sister. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they killed like Max had a part in killing well covering up the murder of Liz's sister. Yeah. Which is so crazy. Yeah. So again, like making the show about Alex. Yeah. <laughs> it's Alex's murder. So I always am so nervous Alex is going to die, but he's not because he's the lead of the show secretly because you're Tyler Blackburn. So you're just going to eventually become the lead of every show secretly. Yeah. And he does such a good job. There's that one like moment in season one where he has to be shocked and, and he's sad right after having maximum pleasure. And he's just like, it's just such a stirring scene he's so good and it's so emotional he's such a good actor um it's really great to see them really go for that character fully and they definitely split up the character of uh and join like split up and join the characters of kyle and alex i would say in their family history because i definitely think that alex is dad to a certain extent is a very bad version of the original Sheriff Valenti. It's like, what if your dad found out there were aliens and responded the wrong way to it? Yeah. <laughs> like, was really uncool <laughs> about it. And you're like, wow. But it's also what he responded to having a gay son. So it's no surprise there whatsoever. Exactly. Um, uh, exactly. Yeah. And like, I really appreciate the, the Sheriff the sheriff Valenti uh, being a sheriff Valenti in this as well, but who's a woman whose husband was also previously the sheriff. I think that's interesting as well. Like a husband being a sheriff and then like the wife being a sheriff. Yeah. Yeah. We'll see. It seems like there's something more there too. Well, well, there is definitely more there because he was supposed to, well, one, he was supposed to have died of cancer. He died of, a cancer that was put in him by them doing testing on aliens. One of the aliens gives cancer. They made it so. And so like Alex's dad casually pushed Kyle's dad into that room. And then he got alien tumors put in his brain. Wow. Uh, you know, like just like normal. Yeah, things that his dad does his dad's such a mean guy like yeah. alex's dad is the worst yeah there's so many times and so but he's also um <laughs> there's so many things that when you find in your dad's secret cabin like an underground bunker that's just a bedroom you're just like well this is just not a good situation you're like immediately like well like what is my dad 
doing an underground bunker that's just a bedroom. Yeah. And I guess he was trying to get Rosa clean because Rosa's secretly his daughter. Boom. Yeah. Which is, again, like, very predictable liars. Everyone ends up being each other's. And even more so, like, when Maria, we find out, is... Okay, let me get this. Isabel's... Isabel's great aunt. Yes. Yes. Maria is Isabel's great aunt. Yeah. And Maria... And I'm sorry. And uh, Kyle... And Rosa are half brother and half and half sister. Yeah, Isabel is Maria's great aunt. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I just want to make sure I'm saying Maria. <laughs> yeah, I'm making yeah. sure. I'm like, wait, yes, that is yeah. true. Who and, I was talking about earlier. Yeah, and then so. In the original show, obviously Max and Isabel are brother and sister, but they're not in this. They think they are, but they find out they're not. So we as well, like, yeah. does Max have a mom or a dad? Maybe they have a dad. Like, we don't know. We just saw we just saw Isabel and Michael's moms. Maybe he has a dad. Maybe that's the doppelganger. But uh, maybe it's another actor from Vampire Diaries who's going to make a stop. Or maybe it's an actor from the original Roswell. Like, it'd be really cool if they got back... Like Brendan Fair and the original Maria, yeah, to play like his mom and dad. Yeah, I just don't know if they're gonna do it. I think they're calling out for their own show, but why can't we have both? Like, I want both. Yeah, just give us give us plenty of Roswell is all we're asking. Yeah, or make it like Nick Wessler. Come on, like let's me let me get let me have some original Roswell. Like you gave me Jason Bear not just for one episode, but basically. As, like, a co-star for the entire goddamn season. It was beautiful. So why can't I just have that continuously? Like, why can't... Like, just... That's the way you have to do it. And now I just... Nothing's gonna beat that now. Nothing's gonna beat that. No. And it's okay. We can accept that. Like, it's just really cool that they're doing this. And, like, you know, you can think of the two Roswells as, like, a multiverse. Absolutely. And that's what they're, like, to just bring it to the greater Warner fandom, like, that's what they're doing now with, I think they're, like, really, like, emphasizing the multiverse for DC. And it's not like there's a DC extended universe, DCEU, like, like, movie universe anymore. It's just like, no, there's a multiverse, and some of them happen to exist on the same Earth. Other ones exist on totally different Earths. This, these two Roswells, very similar different earths yeah i mean and like for what you're talking about this opens all different types of possibilities just depending on which flash is currently available to shoot this you can do whatever the whatever you want (laughs) yeah shoot whatever you need yeah imagine if like one one day the flash like he was like sabrina's cat salem like he went into every cw network show like for for the week so he showed up in like well, I guess Katie Keene's gone now. <laughs> R.I.P. It's a good show. It's just like... Yeah. It's it, just hard. And it's like really sad when they cancel CW shows after one season. Just because I feel it's really hard to... They just... Sometimes CW <laughs> renews all of their shows and then sometimes they just cancel too. And I'm like, that's so rude. Yeah. You've done that now three times to her, to Lucy. Let's count three. Yeah. 
But if the Flash just showed up on like Nick Frino, licensed teacher, I'm just thinking of W. That's WB Network. That's not CW Network. <laughs> no. Um. Yeah, they show up in Legacies. Legacies. Yeah. I mean, I mean, that, I guess that's what the Crisis like series was like. The Flash showing up on all these other CW, uh, DCW shows. I'm just waiting for fucking Caroline to show up on Legacies. Your daughters. Like, you were surrogate, like, you surrogate gave birth to them, and then you raised them until apparently you've been gone for the entire course of this series, and I just want to know, like, where you are. Not that I like your character at all. You and Tyler go off and be together doing things. I don't want you to be on the show, but, like, where are you? You have twins. That's all I'm going to say about that. Like, it's a just, Vampire Diaries tangent. Just visit them once <laughs> in a while. Be good parents. Maybe they wouldn't have as many issues if you did that. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, it's pretty simple. You know what's great is CW money. That's all I'm saying about that. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure that your friend who died like twice, I think, on Vampire Diaries could tell you a little bit about that. Yeah. The Flash shows up on the Waynes Brothers. The Flash shows up on... Sister Sister's coming to Netflix. Oh, man. That's so exciting. Definitely. Is it just all the old show? Yeah. Okay. Nice. That's what they, like, launched WB Network with was those two shows. Great show. Yeah. I think they acquired it. It was on ABC. Yeah. And then they did start doing new episodes on WB Network. Mmm. Yeah. And then, like, their brother Taj Mori, smart guy on Disney. Yeah. Never go into a guy's basement and take pictures on a surfboard. That's what that show taught us all. Yes. Thank you, smart guy. Thank you so much, Taj. Oh, man. So, Roswell. In Roswell, <laughs> that's, that's New all. Mexico. That's it. Yeah. That's, that's it. it I, yeah. I don't know what else we can say. Oh, I do know what else we can say. And this is very important to, to Warner Brothers. Space Jam. They have Space Jam at the oh, yeah. Crashdown Diner. As, like, they have a lot of space character slash movie character puns, or just movie in general titles, food items. Because it's a diner, but it's also alien-themed. Yeah. So. And I think in the original one, they, like... And Men in Black. Yeah, in the original, they had a lot of Men in Black oh, stuff. Oh, yeah. Because, I mean, it was also four years after the movie came out, something like that. So, I mean, that movie... Love that movie. It's such a good movie. Yeah, I love all of those movies. Screw people who don't like them all. Like third one's great. Second one's great. The the uh, just those are Sony movies. I um, I need to see the second one again. Yeah, they're just on HBO Max, or they're supposed to be. Maybe they aren't. Maybe maybe those are false images. They should be on Crackle, I guess. I don't know. Nothing should be on Crackle. Yeah, it's so confusing. Everyone should just own their own thing and showcase their own thing. I guess that's what they're doing now with the Paramount decree. Yeah, but then, like, for television, that's a... Like, I've worked on... Mo- like, every show I've worked on, it's, like, run... It's, studio and network are two different things. Yeah. You know, like... like, Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think, like, studio and network will be two different things, but they'll both be synergized and be the same company, even though the right hand might not necessarily know what the left hand is doing. I like, I like how we find these coincidences and we're hoping it's the hands knowing what each hand is doing. No, but, they don't know anything. They just want money. Yeah. Yeah, but hopefully, I mean, sometimes when you cross-pollinate, 
you're making more money. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. <laughs> it's Roswell. Roswell, New Mexico. Yeah, so that's that's it for this episode of the AT&WB podcast. Um, do, do you have any final things to say? No, not at all. I think that if you haven't watched these Roswells, what are you doing with your life? Uh, you just should be doing it, which is what I ended the last episode on. So that's the only thing I can tell you is that you should be watching it. Nice. All right. Well, that's all, folks. Roar! This has been a full dinosaur production.